Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you as always by the good people here at Fight Game Media. And to this week, we have a very special guest, Stephen Conway from the Speaking of Strong Style podcast, also a fight, ga- uh, a fight game media product, is here to talk the forbidden door and all things New Japan. Stephen, welcome, and how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And it's such an exciting time of year with all of these interpromotional cards we had. You know, we just had all together again over in Japan. That The three biggest companies in Japan came together for a show. Now we're doing this whole thing with Forbidden Door, which is uh, incredibly exciting. And you know, AEW has some exciting stuff going on. New Japan does. And then into the G1. So this is my favorite time of the year. When it comes to New Japan, and this uh, Forbidden Door has made it even better. So I'm looking forward to talking about it. Steven, you're absolutely right there. And Kevin, I don't know about you. I am more, after watching AEW this week, I am more excited for wrestling right now and for this pay-per-view than I've been for any other pay-per-view of the year so far and uh, by, by like a far pace, by a good mm-hmm. bit. Um, I'm hyped for this. I am so hyped for Forbidden Door. Um, how are you feeling right now? One to ten, where are you? I'm like a man. I'm like an eight or a nine, but just now just because, talking. like this I time you were last year, a three. I was scared. No, was no, no. Not to have to kick you off this <laughs> podcast and adopt Steven. So <laughs> eight or nine works. <laughs> I see how it's happening here. We, uh, you know, this time last year, Steven's probably. I remember if you felt the same way, but this time last year, it was a lot of confusion about you know, what were we going to get? And people had super inflated expectations and everyone started getting injured. Right. And then everyone yeah. got injured. Punk got injured. Uh, and then this year it's like, well, let's just set that bar right away with <laughs> two, like, like two of the biggest matches we could possibly give you. And it completely changed everyone's perspectives. Cause now everyone's just super pumped and everything else. I feel like they give us is gravy. Is that, yeah, I, this is uh, such an exciting thing to think about. There are only two matches uh, for Forbidden Door announced thus far, and it's shut up yeah. and take my money all the way. I mean, it, they right. could, they this these could be the only two matches on the show, and I wouldn't complain if I uh, for paying the money for it. So, uh, Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega had one of the best matches 
I've ever seen. I've watched a lot mm-hmm. of matches and uh, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year. And then Okada versus Brian Danielson is one of these matches that you at times thought we were never actually going to see. And it, it's yeah. such a perfect little uh, matchup between two guys who you know can have a good to great match with almost anyone. The idea of these two sharing a ring finally for the first time, one-on-one. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty mind-blowing. And then uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more uh, interesting matchups coming, but just these two alone, I'm on, I, I personally am on a 10 just because I'm such a fan of Brian Daniel and I'm such a yeah. fan of Okada. I finally get to see them against each other. So uh, it's through the roof. And AEW is on a strong run right now, and New Japan is on the upswing. So coming together like this in this context, uh, I, I think they were in for a show here that on the basis of those two matches alone is yeah. a contender for show of the year. I've yeah. got a comment. I've got a quick comment and a question. Kevin, okay. what were you, Kevin, I think I interrupted you. No, I was just going to say, I mean, Brian, it's very few times that you can actually say this is a generational dream match. Yeah. And this is, I mean, I can't think of very many other matches you could say that about the and I will, right now. I will be shocked if after this match, we're not going to have month after month of people comparing whatever we get from this match to the Kenny Omega Okada matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I think there'll be a lot of discussion about that. Um, I think this would have been, I would have been laughed off this podcast if I would have said this a year ago. But after last year's Forbidden Door, I don't. I am surprised at how excited I am to see who Orange Cassidy is going to end up yeah. facing. <laughs> um, I never would have said that before, and I love Orange Cassidy, but he wasn't one of those guys. But after the Will Osprey match last year, I I really hope we get a really good Orange Cassidy matchup this yeah. year. Orange, mm-hmm. if you remember, like again this time last year, before that match, Orange was kind of played out. Like he yeah. had that weird feud with Adam Cole and we were kind of like, okay, the gimmick, is it getting old? Like how much can you do with him? And like, is he just going to be that guy who just bounces around? And then he had that Will Ospreay match. And changed I feel everything. like that really changed his character and redefined of what role he plays at AEW. And he still is that guy you can put in any slot on the card and he can do a comedy match or he can do a random Shibata match or whatever. <laughs> but random I Shibata match. There are now random Shibata matches. Who knew who would have thought? Yeah. And uh but he has he is one of the most credible guys they have actually right now. Yeah. And yeah. so he's set up great. It's it's hard to imagine him having this title run without that Osprey match. I just think yeah. it, it yeah. changed the perception of him as a pro wrestler. And it, oh, he can do that. You know, and so at that point, yeah. I'm not sure he has this title run at all if it's not for that uh, match. Yeah. And I said at the time, too, to just to pump up Orange I, I, on our show, we just said that match was brilliant. And Orange wasn't really being carried by Will. That's not what mm-hmm. was going on. He no. was absolutely in there with him. And I I assumed maybe just because I'm an Osprey Mark or, uh, you know, a new Japan mm-hmm. guy, but yeah. I just figured, well, maybe we'll carry him to something really fun right here. And then I watched that. I said, dude, didn't need to be carried. He's that good. Yeah. 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 We, I, I, I really thought, Oh, this is going to be will just doing a little showcase, taking a night off, having a fun match and t- protecting his body. And no, <laughs> no, no, no. So my question is who as if, uh, if we're coming from the AW side and you're coming from the new Japan side, who, how would you book, where would you put Orange Cassidy and who would you put him against? Who do you think is the right person? 
Well, you know, there are uh, a lot of people in uh, New Japan right now that uh, are in a position where they could have the kind of match with Orange that would be good. I, Of course, the best junior heavyweight that New Japan has, and I think the best junior heavyweight in the world, is Hiromu Takahashi. And mm-hmm. I would love to see that combination in there just because wow. I think yeah. what Orange's type of you know, the hands in the pocket, nip ups and the tumbling and all that stuff would mesh really well with Hiromu, who's one of the best psychologists in the business as well. So okay. that is kind of something that I would love to see. I know that uh, some of these guys, I, I think we're going to be seeing a, a New Japan presence on Dynamite. So that might make itself evident on uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I, I know El Desperado is uh, sniffing around. He's another great one right there. But uh <laughs> An, an interesting thing that I heard in backstage comments, so that New Japan doesn't mm-hmm. do promos. They, right. you know, at, if you win the main event at the end of the night, you get the microphone, you talk a little bit. Everyone else kind of goes in front of a little set they have in the back after their match and talks, yeah. and that's put on. And Hiromu mentioned that there was a wrestler that he always wanted to face. Now, we know last year he was really excited about being in a match with Sting, and it didn't happen. He got sick. Everyone else got hurt. Hiromu got sick. He always went his own way. That was how he got out of the card last year. He he got sick. He couldn't do it. (laughs) And he was really bummed about that. Both in character and out of character, he was really upset he didn't get to work with Sting. So that doesn't look like it's going to happen this year either, but he did mention someone with the initial F and I kind of, and, and that's all he said. He didn't say a name. He said he really mm-hmm. wanted to work with somebody with the initial F. And so I wonder if he was hoping for Fenix, uh, oh. which Romo and Fenix would be probably 12, 10 to 12 minutes of a uh, full speed ahead, wild air show type of match, which would probably be brilliant. So could you do Pen- Pentagon and Phoenix or Pentagon Phoenix and Bendito against like the LIJ juniors or something like that? Maybe Boy, that'd be fun. I mean, you could do something like that like right now. Hiromu and Bushi are the only LIJ juniors at the moment. So I, I don't know who the, I wonder who the third one would be, but this oh, is the kind of show where this you is can why bring, bring you on. Cause I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> but this is the kind of show where you can also mix and match some of that yeah. stuff. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be this the, only this faction. But they could have. They, you know, they they can mix and match a little bit too. You know, Stephen, Kevin, and I are in, intimately acquainted with everything AEW and who they're who they want to put over, who they want to build off of, who are the people with the heat behind them right now. Who are, who are those people in New Japan right now? Who's the it guy in uh, in June 2023 in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Well, we had a surprise title change on top. Uh, so one is Sonata, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He defeated Kazuchika Okada after winning the New Japan Cup, which is a single elimination tournament. The winner mm-hmm. gets the title shot. And he defeated Okada, which was a big upset. People did not expect them to put Sonata on top. But he also kind of got kind of a glow up. He changed his look. He changed his costume. Yeah. He changed his music and changed his faction and everything else. And it's really worked. Uh, it's funny. The uh, last show they did uh, at that uh, the, the uh, in, in excuse me in the building they were just in uh, over there mm-hmm. in Japan the the uh, Ryogoku and things they, the attendance has gone up the last four times they've been in that building. It's just been wow. oh, creeping wow. up there. So they're they're working their way back toward uh, pandemic and things uh, pre pandemic when they were right. selling out some of these shows. They're not there yet, but. 
things are trending in the right direction. This Sonata run has been surprisingly good. I, I guess Ghetto is the new, the booker of New Japan, also one of the active wrestlers. And yeah, he's been uh, doing a really good job of freshening up things on top. So Sonata is a fresh version of Sonata that's now the world heavyweight champion. He's getting a big run because he's got a new faction. He's got the title. So, of course, uh, he's uh, being booked pretty strongly. The other one is David Finlay who is now leading Bullet Club. And Bullet Club floundered for a long time uh, in New Japan, even when Jay White was away for a long time. Jay White was a leader, mm -hmm. but he wasn't coming back during the pandemic and things. So that, that group kind of floundered. And David Finlay overthrew him. That's a, a Bullet Club thing. They tend to overthrow their leaders rather than have peaceful transitions of power. And uh, <laughs> Finlay took over. I really appreciate that. <laughs> he's been stocking <laughs> the group with his own guys. And it's Bullet Club is younger than it used to be. It's more aggressive than it used to be. And Finlay is somebody that they have been really working because a lot of people just kind of said, oh, David Finlay? I mean, he was kind of a mid-yard yeah. baby face. But... They booked him very strong. He has been uh, not only beating people, but having them carried out, uh, just destroying guys uh, left and right. And, uh, you know, if, if they wanted to put him in this in some sort of uh, strong heel role, uh, I think we might see something like that. So those are a couple of the people that are really getting a push. Another one in the junior heavyweight division is Master Watto who uh, came back from excursion during the pandemic. And since the crowds have been back and allowed to cheer again, because that yeah. took a while, and uh, he's been booked strong. And he just won the best of the Super Junior tournament uh, that ended a couple of weeks ago. And that was one of the best tournaments they've ever had. That's an incredible run of shows. So Master Watto is on the way up in the junior division. Those are a few games that uh, are getting renewed pushes. Where was Master Watto? I have not been able Watto. to get on board with What's where that? was he? Where was Master Watto excurrying to? Where hey, where he, was he for the, that year? He excurried to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was he gotcha. was in CMLL. He was a uh, he was a uh, Watto San. That might give a hint as to the type of guys he might be interested in wrestling. Absolutely. Um, and, of course, you know, yeah. New Japan, a lot of the guys, especially the juniors, go over to CMLL. Hiromu Takahashi was mm -hmm. there. Uh, El Desperado was Namahage in uh, CMLL. Of course, Naito mm -hmm. uh, was part of the Los Angobernables mm -hmm. faction, brought the, that gimmick back to Japan with him. So, yeah, a lot of those guys, uh, yeah, that's where Wato. And Yoda Suji, who just challenged Sonata, came back from excursion, and challenged Sonata in the main event of Dominion uh, there in Osaka. That was uh, another guy that just came back from Mexico. So a lot of that lucha influence. So guys like uh, Bandito and uh, certainly the the uh, you know Penta and Fenix, a lot of opponents who know how to work that style and could put something fun together. So I, I'm hoping that yeah. there's some sort of a multi-person tag in that direction. AEW has so many masked luchadors right now <laughs> yeah. it's the perfect time to do that really question is. for the two of you steven do you and i'll ask it both i'll ask it before you you both answer steven do you um do you think that they are going to use bullet club new japan to help build bullet club gold and kevin do you think they should mm, i'll let steven answer first what do you think steven that's a little bit tricky because Bullet Club mm -hmm. Gold is Jay White and Juice Robinson. The entire right. story was that David Finlay overthrew Jay White. And just as Jay was about to make a bit of a goodbye speech after losing mm -hmm. the Loser Leaves New Japan match to Eddie Kingston, uh, 
bit of foreshadowing there. Eddie Kingston wasn't actually in New Japan when they had yeah. the Loser Leaves New Japan match. So uh, <laughs> we kind of knew which way that one was headed there, Ghetto. Sorry about that, bud. But uh, anyway, he was just about to say his goodbye, and Finlay came in and whacked him over the head with a shillelagh, that Irish you know, weapon right. uh, mm-hmm. that he uses, and uh, and knocked him cold. So the idea of those guys being allies doesn't jive. They're, they're enemies. And, and in any story That's even better. Any storyline that's not written by Vince McMahon, Jay would be pissed at him and want yeah. revenge. And I think right. we've got people here that pay more attention to that than Vince does. So yeah. uh, Bullet Club Gold's a sticky spot with Bullet Club in Japan, and it, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for them to be on the same side. But then they because could it never was meant to be, right? I mean, like be the, the head to head. Yeah, the 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 Jay piece was, if I understood right the expectations were is that he was probably going to go to WWE. So you're really writing him yeah. out of that, of that war of that fictional universe. There was no expectation that he would be around for forbidden door. And so they're sort of having to figure out what that means, like reconcile it. Right. Do you know who actually own? I mean, does new Japan own bullet club as an IP? Like I the believe so. I've been wondering that, Stephen. So, I believe I, they do. I believe they do. Yeah. And Bushi Road, I think, ultimately. I, I think. Okay. Uh, there there always... might be people screaming at home at me uh, that I'm wrong, but I, I believe that's a new. <laughs> I believe that's you New know, Japan. Yeah. You know, you know, Kevin. Um, right now, Eddie Kingston is has quit AEW for good, never to return. He's in ROH. Never to right return. Now. Never to return. And we've heard that there were a lot of, of plans for him to have a featured role in All In. And I wonder if mm-hmm. this and the storyline you guys, that Stephen was just telling us, might be a way to bring Eddie Kingston back at Forbidden Door to tempt him back through that Forbidden Door to AEW again. But yeah, because he's in G1. He's the only yep. AEW guy in G1. Uh, right. technically, I guess in storyline, he's kind of a free agent, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, even though they, they put the AEW graphic on his name in the, uh, uh, roster of the slate announcements <laughs> yeah. of the yeah. brackets, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, never to return, never to return. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I, I think it'd be good to kind of preview i don't you know they'll some of his opponents have already been laid out the schedules out there you know maybe put him in a match where you get to see a preview of what that first g1 match is going to be or maybe the person that he'll end up probably having that signature g1 match again like an ishii or somebody the people that are just to give that you know the, the new japan loves to do those multi-man matches where they give you like the 30 second preview of the singles match to come yes they do and I think that'd be a great, you know, I don't know what the, what the uh, matchup would be. If you like put him with the BCC, that seemed, you know, that seems a little weird because of the heel face dynamics, but right. Um, I don't know. There's a yeah, lot, well, there's, there's, there's so a lot many of options, options to do there. on the show. That could yeah. work. And I'll, I'll tell you how that might work now that I, and I hadn't thought of it until you mentioned it there, Kevin, but Ishii, of course, was part of the, uh, he's one of the six, uh, he's trios champion in mm-hmm. uh, New Japan with Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now they just had a match with John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, who I've been banging. Claudio is a mm-hmm. New Japan wrestler. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. I, yeah, I, I saw that, that match. I love Perfect that. For New Japan. I, I have been yeah. dying for this man to be in the G1 
for yes. I don't know how long. And uh, not quite yet. I, I can't I can't blame Tony. He's got a business to run, and he's part of the number one group in the, the company. So I, I get it. But uh, just as a New Japan guy, I was hoping for Claudio. But Ishii and Moxley can't be in the same room without fighting. That's the, been the story for a long time. They're magnetically attracted to one another to mm-hmm. just brawl. So, you know, if Eddie wanted to team up with some of Blackpool, then that would at least have a storyline thing with Ishii. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Okada is going to be busy, of course, but there are other members of Ishii's group, Chaos, uh, that they could do something with there. So that that that's a decent possibility. That There would be something where you could get uh, a little bit of a, a taste of that. And, and Eddie is in the C block, which is the uh, stiff block. That's uh, These guys are going to beat the living hell out of each other. <laughs> so you got Shingo Takagi in there. You've got... Uh, well, Finlay's working pretty well. Aaron Hanare, yeah. who uh, is Finlay's is finally in that C block. Yeah, so yes, that's true. That's Hanare and David Finlay. Uh, b- back when they were two blocks, uh, David Finlay and Aaron Hanare would have a little rivalry going because they would work the underneath matches back in that day, and they called it the C block championship. Mm-hmm. And they used to keep track of who was winning That'd and be losing great those if he, things. If he brought that trophy out. I would love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the C trophy and things. Yeah. So then they're actually in the C block, which I think was a funny little uh, little, little ghetto weird. thing there. So yeah, but, but yeah, that's a possibility. You could do something like that because you know the, the story is always there. That Ishii, you don't have to have a story for Ishii and Moxley. It's just two guys mm-hmm. who like to hit people hard in the face, and they'll just hit right. each other hard in the face. It's a solid story. So right now in New Japan. Um, is chaos as a group focused on anything in particular, any other group, or are they kind of doing their own things? They are the least cohesive group in the company. So that feels right. It, it, chaos is chaos. chaos is properly named at this point. They, right. they are Okada is basically a get off my lawn heel now, which is kind of funny. He was the world champion and they even were making him into a new Antonio Inoki. They were just yeah. having him beat mm-hmm. everybody. He was even doing the each Nissan da cheer that Inoki used to do. He signed off wrestle kingdom with that. And, you know, you just thought, okay, they're making a new Inoki. Then they started a program with some of the younger guys just back from excursion. Shota Umino from uh, Moxley. He's not Blackpool combat club. He's aligned with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ren Narita, who is mm-hmm. uh, just back from excursion, he's teaming with Minoru Suzuki and El Desperado in a group called Strong Style. Uh, it's Jeremy and I is our favorite group. We get a little, our show gets a plug every time they wrestle. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, he's been clashing with, uh, of course, this whole thing with uh, with uh, Danielson and all that. But his whole thing was, uh, he's a new father. He had a baby not long, uh, was it either last year around G1 time and things. And he says, I've got a baby at home. I don't want to deal with these punk kids that think mm-hmm. they're going to take over for me. And he's he's been the jerk in that feud, which has been, and of course he's feuding with Kato Kiyomiya from Noah, okay. uh, where uh, Kiyomiya, they did a work shoot angle where, Kiyomiya kicked him in the face, sort of Akira Maeda and Ricky Choshu style, which was mm-hmm. a, a famous time when wrestling went off the rails and actually off script and the guy got hurt and all that. They sort of uh, did a tribute to that and then like a match got out of hand type of thing. So right. it's the whole thing that he's tired of these damn kids. And so that's been the story there. <laughs> Meanwhile, his teammates there, Ishii is, is arguing with Hiroshi Tanahashi. They don't particularly mm-hmm. care for each other, although they're the six-man tag champions. Mm-hmm. You have Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi as big parts of the Chaos group. They're a team called Bishamon, and they are the IWGP and the uh, New Japan Strong tag team champions, double tag team champions. 
and they're arguing with House of Torture all the time, which is uh, the heel group that interferes in each other's matches and, you know, bumps the referee. And that's where you get, uh, you know, weapons and cheap shots with chairs and hammers and all those and wrenches. Wrenches are big with them mm-hmm. right now. So everyone in, is in chaos and they will come together for multi-person matches, but they right. don't really help each other out. And it's, it's the least cohesive unit. So chaos is kind of all over the place. Everyone else has their missions. Right. So that's what I you know. that's kind of what I figured. Any any group that has both Toro Yano and yes. Sue in it is not going to be Sue, the most focused yes. group. Yeah. And yes. I would love for the, to see that intergender tag team match with those two, but I don't think I'm going to get it. Kevin, <laughs> how do you feel about a forbidden door worked minivan where Sue pulls up, Trent gets out, Chuck gets out, Orange gets out, and then every single member of Chaos gets out of that van. Right. <laughs> They just have like, like the gimmick curtain on the other side, yeah. and they're just feeding yeah. guys in. And they're just Every single member through. of Chaos comes through the van. They all get out. We have like and a 16 That's all man. I want to happen in life. That's all yeah. I want to happen. I just want Yano to get Yano's out of that. Match. Yeah, I want Yano to get out of that van and get a kiss on the cheek from Sue, and that'll oh make God. me really happy. That's I've dream. been a strong advocate, and I'm half serious about it, that Toro Yano should get an AEW world title shot at Forbidden Door. I would give anything. I'd give I mean, anything for Yano. I want to. I want to stress. I want to stress. I'm half serious about it. I would like to. I would like to <laughs> talk. It's both a great idea and a bad idea. I can't even wrap my brain around the. I can't even imagine <laughs> what that would even look like. I think Steven, there's a way. A, I think there's a way that you could have MJF come out, un, un not promoted, you know, but he's contractually bound to appear at the show, but he refused to sign a match. <laughs> and then they announced that like, you will be defending the title. There are some people here from new Japan that do not have matches yet. And they bring out Yano and they do a five to six minute, crazy comedy match. That it should gets just be a chase with a surprising amount of like freestyle wrestling in it. Yes. <laughs> you and know, then, he was pitching this uh, last and week. Then Yano, yeah. Yeah. And I was saying, I think it would be a great way to um, have a break in between the Danielson match and the Kenny Omega match, then mm. you don't want to have those back to back, or because... even just those two matches and the rest of the show. Like a, like a, like everyone take a breather before the show gets real serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's not a bad idea either. Oh, Puppet Up loved that idea, Kevin. Good, absolutely loved it. Um. Yeah. Do Stephen, what do you think about M- MJF? Does not seem to, I don't know, it doesn't feel like he's going to be a major part of this. Do you think the AEW champion needs to be on Forbidden Door too? It kind of feels like he should be, right? I, it, it would, it, I think it would be odd, especially with the IWGP. Uh, you know, the well, I mean, this is really a, it's an IWGP versus AEW match on top. It feels like right. there should be that presence of the world champion there now. And we don't know that the IWGP champ Sonata is going to be on the show. I'm hoping right. he will be. I, I'd like it. But, uh, yeah, especially if Sonata's there, then he really should be. Either either both or neither. I so, agree. Yeah. I, I think yeah. everybody, if if a champion is healthy, they should be on this, on this show, if not the card itself, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think yeah. you need to do belt versus belt. I'm, I'm not a person. I don't, to me, this show is not about. No. No promotional dominance to, or any of that. There's that. no, there's nothing of that needs to be settled. I, I really, I mean, last year, if, if they had done last year, if punk had been healthy and you had done uh punk versus Tanahashi, 
for the AEW title and Hangman versus Okada for that AWGP title and each champion defend and successfully, I would have been thrilled. Yeah, so, that would have been uh, fine. You know. I do think we're going to get a belt versus belt match. I think it's going to be the, the ROH TV champion against the IWGP TV champion. And I think we're going to get Samoa Joe versus Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, wow. I think, That'll be they've interesting. Been, they've been kind of jawing at each other about who is the best world tag team champion. And he is, uh, uh, he's been referred to as Joseph of Samoa uh, a couple <laughs> of times. Uh, Zach being Zach. And, Are we uh, sure that didn't come from the Hardy compound? Yeah. <laughs> Joseph of Samoa. Joseph of Samoa. But uh, yeah, he mentioned that, and he just said, "Now oh, we might need to find out who the best TV champion." And the good thing about that is that because they are fifteen-minute time limits, there's the TV yeah. title. You could always just do the a really fun draw. Yeah. And we saw something like this where Zach took on Jeff Cobb twice. There was a fifteen-minute draw, and then Zach beat him in the return match. And of course, Samoa Joe and Jeff Cobb have different styles. I'm not trying to equate mm-hmm. the two, but uh, what they do have in common is that they are a, a both Joe and uh, Jeff Cobb are a person Zach can climb like a jungle gym and Birthing do all kinds individuals. of do yes. all kinds of interesting yeah. spots with and his octopus holds and his uh, right. various uh, yeah. various limb benders there and uh, I think it would just be a heck of a lot of fun and, and a fun match and and Zach has a a wonderful act that he does with guys like Joe where he'll just fire up and and blast him with like five or six or eight, you know, forearms to the head and they'll have him staggered and things. And then the other guy will just rear up, nail him once. And he sells it like he's been shot from the balcony by a sniper. Mm -hmm. So he uses his, he uses his lankiness well against guys like that. And uh, I think it would be a terrific match. And I think it would be a lot of fun and and a nice uh, uh, little attraction in the middle of the show there. They could probably just go to a draw and everybody keeps their belt. There you go. As, as yeah. much as I was hoping for Zach versus Orange, I'm mm. excited. I'm excited about that. I wouldn't that, complain about Zach versus that would Orange. Be great that's too. a nice matchup. Yeah. One. But but yeah, this this sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been kind of jawing back and forth on it a little bit because Zach's been on uh he's been on Rampage a couple of times with this mm-hmm. thing, and he's yeah, he's, I think mm-hmm. he's been on ROH, I think. So the, surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. I did not. I did not expect to, to see Zack Saber Jr. on Rampage two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That yeah. uh, that took me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, it turned yeah. up there. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what do you what are the thoughts for FTR? Do you think they're going to have anything big to do on on uh Forbidden Door? Yeah, they could do something with Bishamon, which is the IWGP World Tag Team Champions, and I think we've seen that one before in various incarnations. It was very very good. Okay. So 
Bishamon is are the accidental tag team champions. They weren't meant mm-hmm. to be. Aussie Open held the belts, and then Mark Davis got uh, injured, and so they had to vacate the titles. And then they, uh, and then of course they ended up signing with AEW. Right. So that was there was that. So, uh, so I think we were supposed to be seeing Aussie Open and FTR, which would we saw that one at uh, a show called Royal Quest that yeah, New Japan that did an in England. Match wonderful match and this is when ftr could do no wrong for a couple of months where they were yeah. you know, the, with the briscoes and yeah and uh, yeah. that everybody was seems on like fire they can do nothing but wrong <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fickle the fickle fan base yeah so yeah. you know bishamon captured the vacant titles and so uh, they could go back to that one again and it'll be a terrific match so that i think that's a possibility for them uh tag team division in new japan right now not the focus and, and that comes right. and goes, but right now they're not really, there aren't a lot of teams that are being pushed as regular units in new Japan. So if, if FTR is going to face a new Japan team, probably be Shimon. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Steven. Um, we've been going about a half hour here. Hmm. So I need to, I, I need to let everybody know how they can listen to speaking of strong style each oh. and every week. And how, how can they do that? Steven. Well, we go live on uh, the YouTubes on uh, every Tuesday at 5.15 Eastern Time. So 5.15 Eastern Time on YouTube. And then it's also available later that night as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as they say. So speaking of strong title, available on, on the Fight Game Media YouTube page live. And then, it, it of course, it stays on the page, too. You can watch it later. Or That's right. uh, available as a podcast. So Jeremy Feinstone and I will uh, be on live tomorrow talking uh, a lot of the same stuff and, and G1 and everything else that's going on. Which and I think, I think this is perfect, because this podcast is going to be out in the morning. Everybody's going to be listening to it on their way to work. Then they're going to re- remember, tune in at 5.15 East, Eastern Time. 5.15 yes, Eastern right. On the YouTube channel, just like you can listen to Power Bombshells or watch Power Bombshells every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So make sure and subscribe to the Fight Game Media YouTube channel. Of course, if you want more from me and Kevin, from Steven and Jeremy, the way to do it is reach in your pockets. And for less than the cost of a cup of coffee per month, <laughs> fight patreon.com backslash fight, fight game media. It's keeping me alive, damn it. Me and me and Kevin were keeping <laughs> roofs over our heads. You don't right. even know what the rent is like here in Albuquerque. It's a nightmare, people. It's a nightmare. And uh, you could you could keep me off the streets from having to work the mean streets of ABQ out here. You don't want that happening. I'm a no, very we saw how that turned out, man, and I'm way too pretty. I've been I already got stabbed in the streets of New Orleans in the French Quarter. No. And you don't want to stab in here. I think they're better at stabbing here in Albuquerque than they are in New Orleans. We're great at a lot of things back in Louisiana. Stabbing, not our best. Not our best work. So that's right. Patreon.com slash Fight Game Media. $5 a month. YouTube. Check out our, our, our YouTube channel, of course. And also, if you want to be a part of the Discord, and who doesn't? My God, the Discord's where it happens. Used to be Snapchat. Now it's the Discord. Email GG at Fight Game Media. Dot com and all you ladies listening right now, and we know you're listening, <laughs> slide into the DMs on Snapchat anyway. <laughs> Peppermint fatty. All right. All right, gentlemen, where were we? That was the greatest plug you've ever done. Uh, I appreciate that. It's probably because I'm ingesting a lot of Jack and diets at the moment. <laughs> good call. Good call. Thank right. you. And of course, hit me up on Twitter at Peppermint fatty. Let me know what you're drinking during the show tonight or in the morning, whenever you're going to listen. 
you're probably not listening tonight because nobody is. Nope, just us. All right, back to the show. What else do you want to talk about? Well, can I ask you guys a question while I'm here? Please do. So we've been talking about, from my perspective, as a New Japan perspective, who I hope to see my guys against. From the AEW end, is there anybody you think that, man, that's a match I've always wanted to see. Is this guy from AEW against that guy from New Japan? or something? Is there Mm. one we haven't mentioned yet that you just think, man, I'd really like to get uh, a look at that? I mean, for me, the, you know... There's the ones that were sort of preloaded, you know, like that are they're kind of already taken up. You always wanted to see Brian Danielson and Zach. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, settle settle the uh, who who gets the award name after him. Um, <laughs> yeah, they should have the, the Observer Award should, name yeah, on a should, pole match. Yes, he should have. Yeah, Dave agree to that. <laughs> um, I I would like to see a Dave on a pole match, and he is just up there on a physical typewriter, just. Pulling yeah. out sheets of paper, documenting the match the as he, yeah, yeah. There, he's yeah. documenting the match in which he is the he is the prize, and the thing is, if you get him, you get an immediate five stars. Oh, right, yeah, right. Um, that's a really good question because I've been thinking so much about who I want to see come in that I haven't been looking at it from that perspective. I've been thinking a lot you know, about who Orange could defend his title against. Guys like Wardlow or the House of Black, like typically those guys aren't people that you think of putting on that show. I would be really nope. interested to see the House of Black in a trios match against um I don't even know. Like I would have said like a Suzuki gun kind of thing, but that's not really a thing anymore. Um are there really any like Hoss groups or Hoss teams that are well, I mean, there's always there are a lot of guys from Lij the House don't of Torture, really have a match House of right Black now. against House of Torture. Well, <laughs> House of Torture would be a rough go of it. Anything <laughs> it pretty bad, but we we, we want to limit the use of Yujiro Takahashi as much as humanly possible. But yes, uh, <laughs> Yujiro's rough to, to to deal with. But uh, you know, I was thinking that, like Los and Gobernables, we we talked about that that mm-hmm. you know Yoda Suji doesn't have a match on this show yet. He's freshly back he seems like he's a he's a big bruiser and he mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of charisma he has a lot of charisma shingo takagi tetsuya naito all that stuff would be fun i'd say el phantasmo would be fun to watch against alistair yeah. black there that was that's one that I, I i really like the idea of uh there so and, and you know if you went with the idea of all three members of house of black well you know shingo takagi you could do worse than than naito takagi and yoda sushi perhaps oh know? i'd so, love to yeah. see that no, that's you that would be a, a fun clash there. I think you could do like a pretty crazy eight man with um I would do like Penna, Phoenix, Bandito, and Commander, just because they love putting Commander in there against um talk and against LJ, Takahashi, Suchi, Naito, mm. and uh let's see, who no, maybe Bushi. Like I would probably mm. save Shingo, he's he's actually who I think should uh, face uh, MJF. Oh, Shingo and MJF—that would be interesting. I yeah, think that, that would be, be really great and surprisingly that awesome. That would yeah. be a great match. Mm-hmm. And there's See, a couple of things like Gorill- the Gorillas of Destiny are a really good tag team. Tangaloa and yeah, uh, yeah and, and and his brother there, uh, you know, Tangaloa and uh, uh, Tamatanga. Excuse me. Uh, and and Tangaloa is just coming back off a knee injury, but uh, those two against uh, some sort of uh, high level. AEW tag team would be pretty darn good, and, and a fresh match. We haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was they just really thinking. Done a whole lot. Yeah. I wonder 
you've got a lot of people that everybody wants to see on this card mm-hmm. and only so much time, even though sure. AEW does seem, seem to typically have 18 hour pay-per-views. I'm wondering <laughs> if we're going to get an Adam page, young buck six man and who that might be against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how that would possibly play into what they're doing with Blackpool. I don't know. Or, or it doesn't have to clearly, but I'm just really curious yeah. about that. And there's a couple people, Here's a question I've got for you, too. Orange Cassidy had a potentially career-changing match last year. Who do you think, in either New Japan or AEW, is somebody you would like to see have that kind of match, you think could have that kind of match, maybe has more potential than a lot of, a lot of people see, as in, this, isn't, this wouldn't be my answer, but I think a lot of people have been down on Wardlow, since he lost his heat at double or nothing that he had coming out of double or nothing last year, you know, he's somebody that could use something like that. But then I was thinking there's lots of, lots of guys like hook potentially um, who, again, people like him, but people aren't really talking about him right now. Just curious uh, if there's anybody like that, that you guys see on either side of the card here, they could potentially have a career changing match. I feel like El, El Fantasmo is like one inch away from really breaking through. And, okay. and he, he just turned babyface. He got kicked out of Bullet Club by uh, Finlay when he brought his own guys in. And I, I, he's a really good worker. He's, he's just an excellent worker. And he has a lot of personality. And I, I feel like he is the kind of guy that if he has a really great match on a show somewhere, like he, like he and Darby. Uh, you know, something like that, that where everyone just kind of goes, wow, Ooh. that was a lot of fun right there. Maybe people would start to take him in a little more seriously. He just moved up into the heavyweight division, which is the other okay. thing, he, you know, so he's in the, he's going to be in the G1. Uh, so, you know, I, I think he's a guy that could really benefit from something like this. If you have kind of the, the surprisingly good match on a show like this might make some people think of him differently. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a great pick. What, what would y'all like to see Sting do? I know we talked about him earlier. Do either of you have a preference? Because I feel like, again, we know this is maybe Sting's last chance to do this this card. He's probably, I think we, I think he's already said 2023 is it for him. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, somebody like that? Well, it'd probably be a tag. He's he's not. He's, yeah, he's tag. Said he's Darby. not going to do really any high profile singles matches, right? Probably ever again. Um, if if it is, it'd probably be a very brief type thing, right? Um, Whatever he, he could do a team with Ta- with uh, Tanahashi. Has he done that before? That would Ooh. be pretty amazing. Just like yeah. Elgin's team. Yeah, I icon, idea. icons team, and just pick a couple of heels that they can mm-hmm. get a. They could get a win over, yeah. you know, maybe one from each place. Maybe maybe that would be a good spot for Evil from House of Torture uh, and an AEW heel or something like yeah. that. Perhaps. Keep it short and it'd probably out. be fine. I would yeah, love that. Uh, I would love uh, yeah. that. Ta- and Tanahashi has his good knee days and his bad knee days. And if he sa- and if mm-hmm. Tanahashi is having a bad knee day, he, he needs to keep it a little short and sweet there because his, his body is beat to hell, that guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that could be a thing. It could do that. I mean, Tanahashi maybe, and Sting would be kind of a cool way to, to that maybe. That would be very cool. Maybe yeah. a six-man and throw Darby in and have one younger guy from the other, from New mm-hmm. Japan as well. Give some folks carry it for him a little bit, and in, they can come in and do their key spots. In, in case everybody's having a bad knee day. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Any 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 last questions here on Forbidden Door, Kevin? Well, one of you know there was a Reuters article today, I think, or maybe yesterday, where Tony Khan was quoted as saying that he was hoping for participation from New Japan at All In at Wembley, mm-hmm. um, and it it had a response from it wasn't a quote, but it was a response from New Japan saying, you know, if we're asked, we're interested in talking about it. Okay. So I'm wondering how much of Forbidden Door, if in Tony's mind or Ghetto's mind, is if they are late, going to be working some of those ideas out this early to um, lay seeds for both audiences to um, build towards uh, Wembley presence. Like we all, we all, right. we've all, all been when wondering is... if if Osprey Omega three would be at All In or perhaps Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Well, I got a question um, about that. When is All In again? Yeah. What's the date on it? It's uh, let's see. I think it's after. It's August twenty seventh. Okay, so, so after after, after the end of G, after G one. Well, see. Okay, all right, all right. So if Will Osprey comes into Canada, being Canada sucks guy, which he has right. been, he's been he's he been, been, been saying everybody from Delightful. you know, yeah, he's he's playing heel. He's going to be the big heel in Toronto, right? If he loses to uh, to Omega again. Uh, and and through some sort of uh, storyline that leaves it open, well, that could be a good way for Will to be part of the all-in show with Kenny and perhaps even the G1 title shot on the line in that match. Uh, Maybe Kenny can just say, if I beat you, I get to do the Tokyo Dome then instead of you. Because Will Ospreay is my personal pick for winning the G1 this year. That's just Mm -hmm. kind of who I think is. I I think it's just, although there are other people that are certainly contenders and I might totally be wrong, but uh, that'd be a nice little high stakes thing right there. And, and you US can have Will and his G one shot. Yeah. You know, something like that. In there. So I be... uh, just kicking yeah. that down the road there. One, one name we haven't mentioned so far, and it's we're contractually obligated to Garrett to mention this name once per show, CM Punk. <laughs> Forbidden door. What's that? Yeah, so you can put them in the episode description, get some clicks. I got you. Exactly. I, I right, that. That's exactly. Right. That's right. That'll be the title. <laughs> is, is CM Punk coming to New Japan? No. Moving on. <laughs> right. right. No. No. Will he walk through the Forbidden Door? Uh, I, I, my guess would be that if he is, it would be um, like a CMFTR situation, like a some sort of multi-man mask or match or a trios match, maybe against chaos or someone, you know, I don't know exactly what the matchup Kevin, would be. You're not buying the Kenta rumors, are you? I don't buy them. Okay. I don't. The Kenta that, rumors? That, well, there's just, I, I don't know if they're actually real rumors or just chatter that, right. you know, Ken, Kenta has been out as he does, as he's wont to do, uh, you know, putting himself in the conversation of why CM Punk is not doing a match with him. And there were some <laughs> rumors going Jeez. around that, that, Punk was not interested in that match. That he mm. that he did not want to do that match. Um, I don't necessarily blame him. I it it I don't know. It 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 would be a match. I think a lot of people would be. You know, it's one of those matches you've talked about for so long that um, I feel like the legend of the possibility of the match has grown, outgrown the actual value of that match. 
Kenta's not exactly in the same position within New Japan that CM Punk is in in right. AEW, so it would be a little yeah. lopsided in that direction. I mean, there's always the you know the GTS battle, and you know that yeah. CM Punk took the move and ran with it and things. And I'm not trying to say he stole it. That's silliness, right, right, right. but uh, but you know they, they they both got that move over pretty good on their you know the yeah. individually. Yes, so there's is a little Kenta bit of that. still Bullet Club? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yes, that 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 was kind of my Bullet Club question would be is if you were to do like jay juice and kenta like if that would be viable uh he's um, still he aligned himself with finlay he, he kicked okay. el phantasmo he's out he was side. he and taiji ishimori who unfortunately yeah. suffered a very serious neck injury and he's out for a while yeah but yeah, yeah they were they were part of the thing where they all turned okay, on el phantasmo there. so they have lined up behind the new guy gotcha. gotcha so that was the only thing i could think of would be the a way to put them in a match together where you could still like trade some GTS spots, but not really have to worry about the politics of punk, hmm. um, you know, putting Kenta in a bad position or vice versa, or, you know, or, or the, like you said, the imbalance of having argue, you know, the chosen one of AEW against, you know, someone who's probably mid-level, yeah. you know, on the way down. It would seem like yeah. an awkward matchup right now for that new Japan aw relationship yeah it would and, and of course politics are going to play into anything cm punk does but it's uh right yeah that that one would be it would be it's i mean it's a mid-card match it's not a real featured match on there i don't know if that's what yeah. they really want for punk i think you they could do, do it on the, a little bit more special than that they could do it on the collision before it there you go yeah. and yeah. and figure out and a listen. way to get out of the finish i know they don't like to do matches without finishes but that would be a way if they had a Mm-hmm. If it were leading to something else there. And frankly, yeah. I don't I don't even I don't even know if Kenta has a favorite muffin, so it seems like right. <laughs> it doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. Okay, we're we're halfway through the show. I think Kevin, it's time to get to news and to, to our news of the week. Okay. What are you thinking? BJ Whitmer first? Yeah. This this news caught me by surprise. I only learned about it by reading Kevin Ely's meticulous notes. Yes, and the last uh, scrape of news is they put in the notes. Unfortunate yeah. news. Really, DJ Widmer really was sad. charged was charged with uh, domestic violence uh, charges. I believe it was assault and. Um, burglary like second degree burglary i don't know the story that hadn't been released wow. yet but um aw put out a statement right away immediately i think it was maybe seven days ago that the incident happened but the, he's gone and uh so he is no longer gainfully employed by aw that's an underrated asset in aw in terms of what he's meant to them because he was a producer from day one he was one of the original behind the scenes staff brought in all that ROH experience and he's generally credited with working with the women backstage on a lot of their match layouts and stuff. So like mm. Britt Baker owes a lot to him. Um, and a lot of the other, um, women wrestlers out there, yeah. probably this is, uh, you know, on a lot of levels. Um, so reg- regardless of his actions recently, um, it's a, it's a loss to AEW, but one bit of, of that we haven't talked about, in the news before that I, I read a lot about this week on the, on the flip side is that Brian Danielson has been adding a lot to creative and they're saying that he is really helping take Tony Khan's ideas 
to uh, kind of another level. He's helping Tony develop the ideas he might already have. Yeah, and apparently this uh, rampage from two weeks ago. Uh, that was apparently his idea. Crazy supercard matches out of nowhere, you yeah. know, um, was generally Brian Danielson's ideas on, on if he could book Rampage, what he would do, which I'm all for. Let's make Rampage the random, uh, you know, niche fan work rate show and just have crazy matchups from people from different promotions on it because it's not going to be the ratings draw. Yeah. Uh, and again, right further storylines. Right as I had planned on never watching Rampage again, he goes and pulls this, <laughs> trying to destroy my weekends. That's all right. Thanks this week lot, made Brian up for Danielson. it. This week made up for it. All right. So the big news right now is that this week, this coming Friday, Saturday, my bad, A.W. Collison makes its debut <laughs> on TNT, correct? Yep. Saturday All night, right. seven o'clock, prime time. Steven, are you gonna watch that? I'll watch the first episode of Collision. How much yeah. a, how much uh, a, how how uh how you you talked about how you're sort of part time AEW. Yeah, what's what's your watch AEW? rate? Like, your... I I have been watching Dynamite since it got a little better. It was I, I was uh I was kind of fast forwarding through an awful lot of it for a mm-hmm. few months, I'll admit yeah. that. And yeah. uh, Rampage, I is on my DVR, but it would it not it didn't always get it didn't always get watched. And it kind of stays there. Yeah, I, I'll check out and see what the matches are, and I might watch one of them. That type of right. Thing. But uh, I've gotten into Dynamite a lot more uh, the last few weeks. It's just been a much stronger show. It seems to have coherence that was missing for a little while, and yeah. uh, I've I've really been enjoying it again. I'm yeah, some of the, coll- the collision thing is the curiosity factor as to what is. I mean, you're going to put all those people on. They're putting all the problem children on one show. So right. They're going to say yes. Let's, let's stash Punk. Let's stash, uh, you know, uh, you know, Thunder Rosa over here. We'll stash these guys over here. And then how could all it you fail? Guys, all you guys working Wednesday. Don't worry. What could about go it. wrong? It's like they're not here. Don't worry. <laughs> right. About it so, much. so I'm I'm curious oh. to see how that all goes. And uh, you know, Andrade. You know, that's I'll, I'll be watching it. I'll be I'll be I'll be watching it for the to just see uh, if it's a train wreck or not. And frankly, I'm curious after the first week uh you know which is in chicago and in cm punk's town and all that i think we've heard about the ticket sales or lack thereof for the rest of that canada swing and uh you know i you know you, you worry about it a little bit don't you it's it it's it's yeah. uh it, it seems like it might be stretching a little bit too thin uh might mm-hmm. be booking some small buildings or something in the future to make it look a little better i you know i don't know i'm i'm very curious i'm very I'm, curious i'm really curious too i'm curious in a couple of ways one from the business sense because like you said like this these shows in canada there's there's a show coming up i think it's the third show uh of collision i can't remember what town i think they've only got 800 tickets sold Ooh. i think that's not good a no, lot not good oh uh, so much yeah. of that i think is going to rest on what the storylines are are after that first episode yeah. i think they're going to need to do a lot I, and that's where i'm hopeful because yeah. they have Jay White positioned to be the person that a lot of people think Jay White could be in America. Yeah. And I think he would have the runway that he wouldn't have if it was just on Wednesday and probably a collaborator in punk who probably sees a lot in him that they could turn him into a big deal. I think I'm really, Uh, and he's in the main event on the very first show. So I'm hoping there's a big angle there. You know, I've been talking about how I think they need to add people to Bullet Club Gold. Really, I think Bullet Club could be a really good thing in AEW. 
and I, I'm excited to see they've put them in that main event because there's so many things that could happen with that faction involving a CM Punk in in a number of different ways. So I'm I'm maybe for the first time in a long time, I'm very encouraged and I'm very hopeful about what's what what could be coming out of CM Punk. I so really they're, hope they're talking about. Uh, they're talking about aligning CM Punk with FTR, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with that in mind, we're 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 short a heel here, and with uh with Bullet Club Gold, uh, you know, who is your just a general suspicion who might be the the person that turns and joins and makes it the six the trios match? That's a I good. Think... Well, so the trios match is going to have Joe Samoa Joe as the yeah. third person on the Bullet Club side. Okay, but, so but he's not that Bullet means, Club, uh, so it, to speak, all right? Not officially, but we'll see if that means he will be by the end of the show or if he'll sort of... I, I don't see Joe as a joiner. I, I, see CM, I see CM Punk being the guy. I, I could actually see... Yeah, yeah, so James has been predicting CM, that CM Punk becomes the new Bullet Club. Perhaps CM Punk and FTR, everybody turning on Joe just for the heck of it. And then Ricky Starks... <laughs> Being the yeah, guy Ricky who's Starks fighting back against them with whoever oh. will help him. Hmm. Yeah, that's just an idea. I mean, some people, think Ricky, some people think Ricky Starks would be a good Bullet Club. It would be a lot of heavy lifting on justifying how he goes from feuding that quickly. Yeah. Um, to jumping, I could see Joe ending up siding with them. They just added the guns. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know the Gun Club. I hope to it's it. not the guns. I think they're in. I mean, guns, bullets, you got to you, oh. do it. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right in front of us, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, might just, I might just go to bed right now. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to kill my spirit. Not enough, Jack. Huh? <laughs> no, there, there's uh, no amount on the planet to make up yeah, for that. No, no. Was, yeah, I, I can see it happening. And yeah, well, yeah, it makes a little bit too much sense to ignore. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's see. Uh, they're pl- well, Kevin. I love how you have in the notes. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some spoilers here to people. I love you have less than one thousand tickets sold for episode three with the question mark, and then you give the answer, plugging Sean Spears as a draw. Yes, there's a graphic out there note. to help sell tickets to one of these shows that and Sean I, Spears will be appearing. I really like Sean Spears. I really do. But he's never going to be a draw. Never. They're just... I the, maybe, you put a Bullet Club shirt on him, everybody's a draw. Everybody's a draw. That's Sean true. Spears is like... he's cust- he's He is like tailor-made for like C-level Bullet Club. Yeah. Guy. I'd be okay with that. I'd be And also he's like a big... He's a surprisingly large guy. He's kind of can be a little bit of an enforcer. He apparently really is into chairs. Um, so yeah, why, why not? Why not? No disrespect to Sean Spears because he's, um, he's a competent guy and seems like a good, he's just this... got, he's just got that, uh, um, oh, I just went blank. The crown jewel. Kevin, what if, oh, uh, oh, I just went blank. I'm just going to, I'm going to go with the, uh, um, you oh, are you talking about Chase Owens? Talking Chase, Chase Owens. Owens. Yeah. Oh, I just, okay. I, as I was about to say it, it came out. Uh, he, Sean Spears gives me Chase Owens energy. What if, mm. 
The, what the not it guy. The not, he has the not it factor. <laughs> the not it factor, right? He's he's got all the tools. Some people, just some, some people have the it factor, and some people look at it. No, yeah. not him. No, it's not. It's, yeah. it's not it. What if a yeah. lot of people's worst nightmares from the late nineties come true, and everyone joins Bullet Club, and this becomes <laughs> this becomes the NWO show. Oh, and just gosh. everybody's a bullet club. Hey, Every sold out. person. Oh, yeah, yeah, Miro, yeah. Miro, Sean Spears, Thunder Rosa, everybody. All the problem yeah. children. They're <laughs> bullet club gold. And it becomes AW collision gold. Oh, um, yeah. Talk about a nightmare. I, I really do hope Miro is back and competing on this show. He's one of the problem children that I didn't realize was a problem child. And I miss the guy. So yeah. really hope he's back. I've heard Andrade says no, said no to this, and that he hmm. won't be on it. He's not going to do collision. That's what I've heard. He was listed as a name, but like apparently he's he, he was asked by Tony with, Khan and said yeah. not interested. I like being at home more. I like getting paid for doing nothing much better. Exactly. Also, very WCW thing. So I'm oh, seeing man. a lot of uh, seeing a lot of things coming together here. Yeah. For the negative. He's All right. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he just wants to go back up north, but it's not like that worked out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. All right, Kevin, it is time for the star of the show every week, the yeah. Heat Index. Yeah, I want to give uh, Stephen. You want to stick around? I was. I want to make sure you're not. Oh, I'm fine. Man. Polite. Okay, cool. Okay, if, good. if Stephen's got nowhere to be, he's all in. No, for I'm this happy. Entire episode, just... perfect. All right. Uh, don't have these in any order. How dare you? Let's start with a bad one, though. Okay. I didn't hate this, but I didn't love it either. And this is the uh, MJF Adam Cole dueling promo battle. I liked this. On Dynamite last year. You did like it. Okay. I did like it. Now, I didn't. It's like I didn't think it was a 10 out of 10. I thought mm-hmm. it was a solid seven and a half. Okay. Something like that. I let's hear your take on it and then I'll okay. I'll respond. I'll take the mic. So MJF comes out, he's he cuts a very MJF promo, uh, and then Adam Cole interrupts, starts to do his full entrance. And uh right before he does the Adam Cole baby, uh MJF cuts the music. Um leaving him in a frozen pooping a frozen position. State. Yes. Not That's the right. best look. He was crouched. Mid, it was good timing. Yeah, yeah, he was. Man. Yeah. yeah. And then they uh, proceeded to try to recreate the punk MJF classic segment where they were going back and forth. Um, but it was mostly MJF cutting an unbroken long monologue. Um, Which was a recreation you know. of an older Adam Cole promo with... Yes, there was this? a point, yeah, yeah. against Karrion Cross. Yeah. That's yeah, right. where he talked about NXT carrying cross. They've given you all the tools. They gave you the girl, the music, the entrance, the outfit, the TV time. But you know what they do to make me special? They ring the bell, which is a great line. That is a great line. It's a great line. Uh, and he used that on uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole sort of winked and nodded like good, you know, good one. Good on you for using my own line against me. Um. You know, MGF is doing Very, his promo where he's, every, you know, every promo is sort of like the the latest chapter in his autobiography where he's telling you, you know, this is how you fit into my villain origin story. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's fine. I love I love that he does that. I love that he thinks that, uh, um, 
you know, de- detailed about his character and and in the the universe of MJF. I, it just didn't make me more pumped to see Adam Cole challenge for the title. Were you not into the body shaming? Because apparently I'm super into body shaming, I've learned. <laughs> apparently. I had no idea. It's just who I am as a person. I was um, not into the body shaming. I was not into the body. I don't I don't think you should be I know that Adam Cole Adam Cole is like strikingly small. I've met him in person yes. and I'm like, wow, yes. you're a small man. Uh <laughs> And, uh, you know, the, what did he call him? He said that uh, you're the so same frail. Thing I said crack, about crack Brian Alvarez. Are jealous. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's a <laughs> hell of a line. Uh, and then you... uh, Adam Cole said, well, let's go pee in a cup and see who's natural, which I thought was like, okay. That's pretty good. And to me, also... to me, you just, to me, I just, you just don't do that. Like uh, your world, you, I just don't want don't think it's a good idea to have people thinking that when it's the MGF mm-hmm. come out, even if they're thinking I, it anyway. <laughs> I think the idea shape. is they're, they're constantly thinking of things he can do to cross an, a line, but not a line that's so bad that people yeah. are going to turn off the, ch- turn the channel. And I mm-hmm. think that was their idea this time. And I kind of liked Adam's comeback about the relationships. Like, why are you so into everyone's relationships is it because you can't keep one and your man yeah. fiance left you? That was that's brutal as well, which is apparently a true thing. Yeah, apparently so. How are you bringing me down over a promo I liked, Kevin? How dare you? You and your conscience. You and your conscience. How dare you bring that onto me? I, I I just you know. I I think no it's, steroid it's, jokes it's, aren't the best idea in an industry that loses. Lots of yeah loses a lot of wrestlers due to past steroid use, past drug abuse in general. I can agree with that. I think I I think I, here here's the other thing though. I do think it's kind of fair game to talk about the concussion problem because it's part of his on screen story. It was a whole thing with all, all access. I I think mm-hmm. I think the way Tony Khan books, I really think he booked this season or this uh, last several months of AEW of what he thought the all access show was going to do for AEW in mm, that he turned Sammy Guevara face. He, um, put Brit and, uh, made Brit and Adam Cole, like the, the sympathetic baby faces feud him against mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Every major match seemed to sync up with what was happening in all access that week. And I really thought he thought Adam Cole was going to be the hottest baby face and that like he and Britt were going to be the it couple going into this MJF feud and it would be red hot. The one way I can tie this into New Japan right now is I think if he really wanted all access to be a thing, he needed to go hire some legit former WWE people like potentially Mercedes or even the Bella Twins to put on that show, to put star people who are established stars on the show to help make the AEW people stars. And I wonder if he thought about doing that. I don't know. After well, the Bell Twins got had, released. He had Soraya and yeah. he, you know, she was a small part of it, but she really didn't he, seem all that yeah. big of a deal in it. I don't know. Did you watch any all access Steven? No, I didn't see that. I, I didn't, I did not see all access. I'm sorry. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. it look, look I'm a sucker for that adult, kind of thing. I was like, adult. I was such a nerd for like any time they show backstage 
footage mm -hmm. like looking oh there's the there's the sign that shows you which direction the lockers are and i'd pause it and look at you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I the best that. part was the week the week when the bucks came back and there was like a sign that showed all the um, locker rooms like which way the locker rooms were and it was like men's locker room women's locker room tony Khan's. Uh, I think Elite had their own. Sting had his own, and then there was one where it was just a big piece of gaff tape over it <laughs> of the private dressing room that was so obviously super punks. secret. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder who oh. that could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't. I don't know. I think next week will be interesting. I, you know, doing a title eliminator that's not a title eliminator, but doing a non-title match. Um, they haven't really done that a whole lot, and. Uh, I think it can be a great match for sure. Yeah, it could be cool. All right. So go ahead, Steven. I was just saying, it's interesting what you said about Adam Cole, how he thought he was going to be the hottest thing coming out of this. And he really mm -hmm. hasn't been, mm -hmm. uh, not that he's ice cold, but yeah, you're no, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is, it is interesting that someone who is as good a worker as Adam Cole, and there really isn't a lot of clamoring for a big, new japan dream match for him at forbidden door you know That's it's a, it's almost like a really good point there you know there are other people i think we'd rather see you know it, it just seems yeah. like he got yeah. he got shuffled out of that uh out, out of that position he's kind of had the curse of you know his his it's almost his character that he's like i've been the champion everywhere i've been you know mm -hmm. and it's kind of the curse of that 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 it's sort of like we've all seen adam cole on top and mm -hmm. so in other places, so ring of honor, you know, even a new Japan, a little bit, not top, top, but like, you know, and By the so it's almost like seeing, seeing him at the top of AEW. is everyone's kind of like, well, I've seen that. That's, you know, NXT three years ago. Yeah. Also he's, he's talking about how he's won championships everywhere. He's gone mm -hmm. while MJF is talking about how he's the best wrestler in the world. Mm -hmm. And then we just heard Brian Danielson talking about how mm -hmm. he's going to wrestle the best wrestler in the world mm -hmm. to prove that he's the best wrestler in the world. Mm -hmm. Then we have the God of pro wrestling, Kenny Omega mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. also CM Punk, I believe has shirts that say best in the world. Yeah. We're going and a little too heavy on these best in the world. <laughs> I, I can add one to the list. Uh, Will oh, Ospreay re refers to himself as Billy Goat, greatest of Billy all time. Goat. There you go. Yeah, yeah Billy Goat. Yeah. Yeah. So there I you go. I do love that nickname. That's Everybody's just, the best in the world here. We're dealing with a lot yeah. of best in the world. So we need to just have the best in the world tournament and pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. it, it can be like uh, WCW or NWA Future Shock back in the day. Everybody wrestles everybody. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. Uh, what is next on the Heat Index, Kevin? I loved the video promos they ran for the two forbidden door matches and the video promos that they ran to hype the main event on dynamite. I love great promos. They've done a great job of making like a 32nd. This is who Okada is. This is why he's a big deal. Last week, Brian Danielson uh, challenged him Had a great line from Brian Danielson of your you know, you're good, but I'm the litmus test of great. And then he had that line of saying, they call you the rainmaker while I'm about to take you to the desert. Do you, and yeah, this is not something they've always been great at. No. Do you think this happened around the time they brought in the gentleman from the WWE, whose name I should probably remember? Yes. I, I can't remember his name either. I think, it, <laughs> I think you're, I think we're finally seeing that payoff. Yeah. Maybe, maybe also with uh, the help of like some of the other creative help he's in, like Will mm -hmm. Washington and a few other people have, I think, been able to offload some of that work 
to just say, Hey, just give us a 32nd slot. We'll take care of that for you and not have Tony think of everything. And, and the placement of it, of having it come out while Danielson's doing commentary so that he can follow up on it live and use this trios match with BCC to hype up why this is such a big deal. Right. Um, they didn't do quite as good a job. The the Omega Osprey recap video was great just because Will Osprey is so great. When Will Osprey is like serious and, you know, you left me in a pool of my own blood. And I wish they had, I think it was... I think it just went ready time, but maybe it was after Dominion. I don't remember when it was that he said something of like, you should have killed me or you, yes, you know, it was after Dominion after he beat Lance Archer to get the spot. Yeah. Right. When he got, the, when he got the shot, he was like, you should have killed me. Cause now I'm coming. And hopefully they'll have that, uh, later on. And, and you don't have to do it quite as much. Cause Osprey's been on AEW TV more than Okada has. He's only done, I think one shot right before forbidden door last year, or maybe a couple others. Right. We're a hundred percent getting Lance Archer on the buy-in, right? Hundred percent, hundred. I hope so for him. You know, I always yeah. want Lance Archer to get a payday. That's I like right. Lance. I, I think Lance is I really good, actually. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's a pretty good big man. He got, he got stuck with, and I. Uh, Jake Roberts knows how yeah. to talk and how to get himself over, but right. that's a different art form yes. than being a manager getting someone else over. And it's not yeah. what Jake does. Yeah. It's not what he ever had to do. And it yeah. didn't quite work. Yeah. And uh, But Lance is, I mean, <laughs> I, I used to say this, like he, he used to be in WWE, and I keep looking back and I just said, name one thing that Baron Corbin does better than Lance. And like Lance is not one. His, Lance is size. He has a better body. He's a better yeah. worker. He's a better talker. The only thing that's different is the age and thing. And he's always kind of gotten. He doesn't look as good in a fedora. I'm going to go back to my old faithful. <laughs> no, we don't have Archer. to watch Brocast Archer, right? We didn't yeah, have to look right. at the Brocast Archer yeah, again. Right. Lance Archer, <laughs> Big Bill, tag team, Stokely Hathaway. On the, the new mic. skyscrapers. That's all I want. The new, the skyscrapers. new skyscrapers. And I've wanted yeah. it for a while. And someone could that. carry Bill. No, that would be good, dude. Someone, someone needs to carry Bill. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> I would now that you've said that, I really want to see Stokely Hathaway coming out on one of them shoulders, much like, uh, <laughs> much like Luchasaurus used to do with. Yeah, um, used to carry Jungle Boy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Boy, I can't get over Boy, is there, is there anything, Archer. Is, I still is there anything more ironic than the idea of Lucha Boy carrying Jungle Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof, that's that's a really good point. The Marty Janetti of AEW, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um all right, what's next, Kev? Forever champion Orange Cassidy. I thought for sure he was going to lose that international title to Swerve as, you know, some sort of transition to Swerve being a, a title holder on collision i thought oh this is a transition to reset the table nope orange cassidy no. beats him great match how great um, is that yeah. slow build story of the injuries he's accruing defending mm -hmm. this title every week so when he finally does lose it you have that built-in story for potential rematch yeah it's and just it's not how long he wasn't can he better. keep this going yeah it's because his entire body is physically taped together I'm assuming by Sue and yeah. Uh, yeah. And eventually it's just going to, an arm's going to fall off and he's going to lose a match. Yeah. I love, I love the idea of him going over to Sue's house and her stitching them together and, uh, you know, putting some iodine on his wounds and now, but, uh, oh my God, now yeah. I want him to wrestle Suzuki at forbidden door yeah, and just have Suzuki <laughs> stretch the shit out of him. Yeah. Maybe cool. stretch an arm clean off. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I, you know, God, Orange Cassidy's just so good. I, the way that he was 
selling what convinced me that he was losing during that match was the way that he was doing pins and he would do these pins on swerve where he would hit him with a big move and then cover but then as he's covering he would like, like wince and like his right arm would he'd like go back and like touch his back because like his back cramps right as he goes for the cover and it gives him just enough you know air between it for swerve to kick out and like those little things you would not expect from such a cartoony persona you're right he's he's done an amazing like sports build i mean this has been a great like real sports title run where you're right when he loses the story is going to be what a run and and you know eventually his body just broke down yeah this man's going to get a standing ovation when he loses the title yeah potentially yeah no it's it was fantastic i really love that match let's see you've got some other stuff in here um, I I think instead of repackaging the Mo- mogul embassy, we just need to put them in a box, nail it shut, mail it back to Ohio Valley. That's what needs to happen. We'll see him again. <laughs> we were loving them last week. Years. We were loving were those we, guys last week. Were yeah, we though. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. If no, I I, I like mogul's. it better than what it was. I like it better than what what they 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 had been before. Um, all right. What do you have next? Got an we got a we got a negative here. Sky Blue's big win to become the number one contender for the AEW women's title in a four. You were match. reported and blocked. How <laughs> dare you? I know you're a big this Sky woman, Blue fan. This is the high point of her career, Kevin. She's on Hey EW and they're saying, like, look what Sky Blue did. Yeah. Oh my god. I predicted I this, my friend, but you didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Yeah. So she beat Nyla Rose, who just lost a, yep. in a title match. Mercedes Mer- Martinez, who is not the Mercedes you want on TV. No. God bless her. She's great. Yep. But, uh, and Britt. Who hasn't been around for a long time. And Britt, who really honestly has been losing a lot. Um, She's been losing for a while, it yeah. feels like. And, and they they clearly set it up to be like, Oh, well, Britt's going to win this because she's the only one who you would possibly think would be in a match right. like this. Um, and then the way the finish was done, she was just out of the ring tied up while sky blue did a not great code red on or code blue. No, sorry. It wasn't on, uh, on Nyla, which yeah. I mean, it's Nyla. That's hard, hard to do, <laughs> but but Nyla's good too. Nyla Nyla would be able to take care of Sky, you know, and, and yeah. do a good job with that. But I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm, I'm thinking they've got something planned. They've been working on a match. I'm, you know, they've probably got some. Like I, I imagine she's probably been working with Tony, and they've got a plan to make that a pretty exciting match. I think they but, thought this would be a very big deal that she yeah. won, and that people would be very excited when all they were trying to do was kind of take a week or two off of a main storyline. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if the excitement, I think the excitement in the crowd, there were a lot of shocked people. You could see a lot of shocked people. I don't mm. know how much was shock and how much was genuine excitement. And I think there was some, just like there was for Willow, Willow Nightingale when she won the New Japan title, because no one saw it coming. And a lot of people feel like mm-hmm. she's their person because they were watching her on dark just like I think a lot of people probably feel that way 
about Sky Blue because she was an indie worker mm-hmm. when she got picked up from uh, where was it Philadelphia, Chicago. She's Chicago. a Chicago girl. Yeah, Chicago All girl. Twenty one. Yeah. But I, I feel I do feel like they just did this to take a week or two off of a, the main storyline there. I think so, and I think probably also too because they're making a big deal that next week or this week is in um, Washington D.C., which is where the first dynamite was held. Right. So I think they're going to try to recreate some of that early, where you know the the young up and comer gets yeah. a big moment against the star before losing. That's probably what also, they're going to do. I, in, in a, I had zero memory of that. I had zero memory of the first one was in D.C. Like, I remember oh, me every, if you had, everything if you had asked about me, that I couldn't night. tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about that and night. And I, I just remember. watched Not it. That. I just oh, watched did you it like three months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got uh, pulled it up on the fight app and uh, watched start. I thought, oh, maybe I'll start from the beginning. And I got I, uh, one episode in and thought, I don't have time to watch what's new. So. Why am I, I, do I clearly clearly <laughs> need to hop on the fight app and do what you did. All right. Uh, I think we've got one, two more. We've got two, no, three more. My God, we're going long tonight. Let's we'll go do fast. It. We'll go fast. No, no, no. Cause these are, these are good ones. All right. Okay. Try and go fast. Wheeler Yuta continues to uh, just capture my heart as, as just the uh, little prick in the badass club. Who's, <laughs> you know, there was a moment. So they had this trios match. It was uh, BCC, Claudio, Wheeler, and Mox against uh, Chaos um, yep. representatives of Best Friends and Rocky. Right? Was it Rocky? Yeah, and, it was Rocky. Uh, fun match. You know, the, the BCC trios matches are always fun and, and crazy. And I loved how they, like we talked about earlier, like played in, into the the dynamic it allowed you to talk about Danielson versus Okada and the, this idea of BCC versus, you know, it carried over from the dominion show. Like it, it there was a lot of gears that were working together, which is great. Yeah. But the moment that I loved was at the end, Mox gets the win by choking out, um, Rocky, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Murdered believe, him. yeah. Yeah. And Yuta is laying in the signature BCC elbows on Chuck Taylor and the bell rings and Yuta just does not stop. Just keeps laying in the elbows. The moment that I liked was, um, as he's laying in the elbows, the ref goes over to pull him off and is intercepted by Claudio, who all he does is put his hand out in front of the ref and say, raise my hand. And so then the ref, (laughs) so then the ref has to get pulled away from preventing Yuta from injuring Chuck Taylor so that she yeah. could raise Claudio's hand. And I thought that was just such a fun pro wrestling, subtle heel thing of I'm going to pull the ref by having you, you know, raise my hand in the victor because that's your most important job right now. Not protecting yeah. who cares protecting about poor Chuck. Let's Taylor. be honest. Chuck probably already has TBI. So we're not saving him from anything. That's probably <laughs> what the ref was saying. By the way, they of course had the chaos. It was a great match for the chaos. Um, BCC, crossover and the ability mm-hmm. to talk about that in the coming match with Brian Danielson. Of course, also they were able to expand on the fact that Wheeler Yuta still has it in for best friends Yeah, because he was a best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trent and, never and liked him. Like they, they really Trent never liked him. Yeah. And Chris Statlander bullied him each and every week, mm-hmm. choking him completely unconscious on BTE. Um, so yeah. And he got, he, yeah. he took a little of that frustration 
Ugh, frustration <laughs> out on uh, out on poor Chuck Taylor tonight. Well, yeah, he's he's Wednesday. another guy I hope gets a good moment at a at a Forbidden Door. Before we move on, mm-hmm. how surprising is it that here in 2023, Wheeler is the guy and not Daniel Garcia? Yeah, who'd have thought it? If I had and made that's... a bet with Paul Fontaine, I would have won. <laughs> you know, at the time we talked about how we really, we all really wanted Daniel Garcia to be in BCC and that that mm-hmm. had been the plan. But Chris Garcia, Chris Garcia, Chris, who is a friend of mine from work, Chris Jericho stepped in mm-hmm. and said, no, he's mine. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of potential there, but it seems to not, it seemed like that was a big thing for a while, but then they've just kind of let it go and let it be forgotten almost like the rule enforcement they did with Eddie, with Eddie Kingston uh, six yeah. months Hopefully. ago now. Yeah. What, uh, what was that? There's a big, there's a big difference between part of Blackpool combat club and being portrayed as Chris Jericho's stooges. Exactly. Right. And, and exactly. That was, that, it's you know, not the Moxley appreciation system. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. Daniel would probably just say, "Chris, I don't. Uh, you know, I'd appreciate you don't do me any more favors for my yeah. career going yes. forward." Yeah. Right there. Thank and, you. and and Stephen, that was another big. That was a big issue with the Four Pillars match with Sammy Guevara, and that they, they like MJF actually said it. You're just yeah. a you're a stooge you're worshiping Chris Jericho. Yeah, you're, you're not Jerry even Briscoe the, for Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not even the number one guy in your alliance. How can you yeah, be the? Right. How can you be a real title contender? And uh, mm-hmm. and by the way, they've not mentioned that match once since it no. happened. Not even once. Yeah, they're smartly letting that go. Yeah. Okay. What's next, Kevin? Uh, squash matches on television. I think they have a time and a place, and I think they did a couple really well. Yeah. Uh, this week on both shows, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita, who we haven't even mentioned yet. No. Uh, oh my God. Crushed yeah. somebody uh, named Damon Ace. <laughs> And then uh, Cal just setting up a Cal's promo, which I think is exactly how to use him right now. Just yes. sort of keep him on that track until you can have him reintersect with uh, Omega. And then Powerhouse Hobbs on Rampage dis- uh, destroyed a guy named Caleb Crush. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they plugged him as being one of the big stars on Collision. And hopefully yeah. he will lay out and decide he doesn't want to be part of QTV. My prediction hey. is that uh, Hobbs will lose on the uh, premiere of uh, Collision because of uh, QT. And then murder QT. And then murder them, I hope. I don't know. That might great. just be wishful thinking. By the way, of course, I was hoping for a Chris Statlander squash this week, considering I said it should have been Anna Jay last week. Yeah. It was Anna Jay this week. There was no squash. There was no squash. Uh, it was which bo- which bothered me greatly. Match. And Takeshita. You're right. This was all about Don Callis, but my God, did Takeshita feel like a big deal? He yeah. felt like a like a major player instead of that young guy that you're hoping will get his first big win on AEW. He felt like a guy yeah. that's going to be wrestling Kenny Omega, which he will be at some point. What? I don't know what do you think about Takeshita Forbidden Door? Is there politics involved with that, Stephen, or is he just... Not that I'm aware of. Uh, right now, that... New Japan's working with everybody, so okay. I, I don't really see they they haven't done much with. Uh, he, he was with DDT, correct? And mm-hmm. the, the, the yeah, they, see they they work with uh, 
they work. I, I think Hiromu Takahashi is doing a Dragon's Gate show. They're doing a show with CMLL. Oh, cool. So New Japan yeah. doesn't really have an issue with anybody. I don't, you know, right now I, he isn't figured into any plans that I'm aware of. But no, yeah. there wouldn't be any politics that were precluded. Man, that's a guy who needs to have a good match on Forbidden Door. Yeah. That'd be great. And Kevin, finally. Yeah. The hottest feud in AEW right now. <laughs> By far. The only yeah. the the one feud where I, I cannot wait for this match. Yeah. Give it to us. The match will be Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Karen Jarrett versus Mark Briscoe, Aubrey Edwards, and Papa Briscoe. I love we get Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, two of the most experienced and talented men in AEW, yes. versus one single professional wrestler named Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad and a and a AEW referee slash ballerina slash coder. I cannot think of a more even match. And my God, can I not? I cannot. What's wait. your analysis, Stephen? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Um, how, how did they not get Yano and Danhausen into this? I'll never know. <laughs> Danhausen was the only thing. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Some of those, uh, some of the AEW refs are under the impression that they're the star of the show anyway. <laughs> and, and Aubrey's certainly one of them, uh, who uh, is pretty sure people tune in to watch her and not the two people she's refereeing half the time. So uh, I guess they finally just decided, let's give her a match right there. But shots, uh, shots have been fired. And by the way, this goes yeah. back to us talking a couple weeks before about Aubrey's crazy eye makeup, and it coincided right. with her being put into this big feud with Karen. That's Jarrett. true. We should have seen. Ooh. She was, she was like Taylor Swift. She's giving us clues the whole time. That's Here's right. The, yeah. There's, there's another, there's another AEW referee that thinks they pay to see him too. I can't remember who it, I, I don't remember their <laughs> names Bryce? all the time, but he's it, Bryce Remsburg. Yeah. That's it. Bryce. Yeah. yeah. Bryce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Aubrey. I, I actually, I'm there's, a, I'm there's a lot of, there's a lot there's a lot of look at me with them. Uh, a and, uh, little bit. I, I think there's but, a place that, you know, Red Shoes is kind of that way too, a little bit. And I, you know, I kind of. I'm wondering yeah. if they're going uh, yeah. a certain There's a tradition of that. I believe I've, I'd read that Aubrey had been training as a pro wrestler for a long time. I could be. Okay. I see. I've that. been wondering. I wonder. That. I, don't know. I wonder if that might be the direction they're going. Also, I just want to point out Karen Jarrett, apparently 6'5". Just throwing that out there. She's not much she shorter. She did seem now the way Sotten that on. they did that camera shot where she was in the foreground <laughs> and Sotten was in the background. It was like that. Yeah. It was like that illusion where they have like the guy the the house that's the shape and the you know one guy looks so, like a giant. So Andre the Giant used to take the picture with Wilt Chamberlain. And yeah, just right. Kind of set, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it, you didn't realize Andre was six nine. Yeah, that, that yeah. If she had been in overalls, I would have assumed Jeff Jarrett was the Briscoe baby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Briscoe I'm saying. baby. <laughs> I, I, I do not know how they're going to make this thing work. I mean, I, I believe I know that Jarrett and Lethal are. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Jarrett came out of Memphis. That guy is, has seen yeah. everything. So I, I, yeah. I know that the wackiness is no stranger to him uh, when it comes to this stuff, but. Boy, good luck making this one work, boys. If, I have, if you can, if you can do that, I, you know, hats off, all respect. Have I have every said, feeling about this. I have every feeling about this match. Do we know that this match is going to happen in a ring and not at the Briscoe Farm? We don't know I that. Guess well, not, do we? We don't. The Could only be a thing number, that yeah. they said was that he had talked and they had sanctioned, like the whole thing about whether it was right. sanctioned or not, or so you know. But you're right. 
It feels like they would have told us. Weird. In 2023, you're saying we're going to have a cinematic match that involves Aubrey Edwards. It would be so much better a cinematic match, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that might be the way to go. Yeah. I don't know what to expect out of Papa Briscoe here. I don't know. I never watched, like, if did he ever do things in our age? I know he was around. He did. He did, but I didn't see it. And, um, and I, I feel like an asshole for not having seen it. That's because I clearly am. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I've got, look, I'm excited about an angle that I know is going to lead to a bad match. But that doesn't mean it won't be a fun match. They so will I find, hope, with those people, they, they the will find a way to make it fun. It will be I an entertaining so. trifle, I hope. And maybe Aubrey yeah. Edwards is the next Luthez. Only time will tell. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> All the names in wrestling history, that's the one she's that's, the next that's, one. That's yeah. the one. She's, that's the one yeah. she's, she's been studying every Luthez match. <laughs> the next Spiros Arian, Aubrey <laughs> Edwards. <Yeah. laughs> oh, we Listen, we've got a lot of really cool matches coming up very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what's happening on Dynamite this week? It's pretty. It's a pretty stacked show. Yeah, it is, and and like you said, if um, if they if they have any New Japan people show up, that'll really fill it out. They've so they got yeah. five matches. We've got an eight man Mogul Embassy uh, against Sting, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and Keith Lee. How did Keith so, get into this? How did I miss well, that? Keith and Swerve have been Swerve. You know. Oh, that's true. I wasn't even thinking for about that. Three years. Very... <laughs> and they haven't had a match yet. They haven't. Yeah. Know. Okay. So they haven't had a match sense. yet, have they? I, they no. have not faced off yet. Yeah, um, it feels like they've wrestled eighty-seven times. Yeah. But yeah, but no, not once. Huh. Um. Then we got uh, Wardlow against Jake Hager because uh, Luchasaurus attacked Arn Anderson's kid, so therefore Wardlow challenged Jake Hager. That makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. If anything's going to get me hyped up yeah. about AEW, it's a it's a yeah. Jake Hager title that, match. That, that might be good. I mean, they 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 know how to do a pretty good hoss fight. Those two guys. They've done been. I'm going to be honest here. I think Wardlow would look very good in Jake Hager's hat. And I he think might. we've and I think we're going to see that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think we're going to see it. Uh, Tony okay. Storm versus now, Sky Blue. We talked about that. Yep. Uh, title match. I th- I actually think they'll probably. Will do some pretty good hope spots and hopefully the crowd if the crowd gets into it that should actually be a pretty yeah. uh, entertaining match even if it's how, not technically how awesome. well will will sky blue be able to pretend she's ricky morton we're gonna find out yeah 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 so um, so 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 mjf uh versus adam cole i refuse to call it an eliminator match uh but, um <laughs> a, this a is exciting match. this is gonna be a good match it doesn't matter yeah. how long it is it's going to be a good match. It'll, I think it'll we be can good. probably all agree on that. Yeah. And here's the thing. MJF has great matches. Like it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it... and Adam Cole's going to be one of the more talented wrestlers he's faced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll, it'll, it'll be good. <laughs> and then, uh, and uh, then the big match is actually young bucks and Adam Page. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Adam page against Claudia and Moxley, the hung bucks. And uh, in a pretty underwhelming great. challenge, I thought um, the promo that set it up. It, it doesn't yeah. seem. It seems like it should be a much bigger deal than this. It does. Like this, it, when you look at it, this is an exciting match that we're about to have. But 
there wasn't that much of a build. It didn't seem that shocking. You know what it needed? It needed Don Callis. But unfortunately, he was otherwise occupied with his new child. Well, this could, you know, when you think about his new child, when you think about, um, you know, tying it into the build for Forbidden Door, when last we heard about Kenny Omega, they said he'd left the country and uh, specified that he was not in Canada. So the theories were, is he bringing Okada back with him? So this would be an interesting thing to have this match break down, have Takeshita come in and Danielson, and you've got five on three and Okada returns or uh, Omega returns and brings Okada out with him. Yeah. This is a great, we're figuring it's either Okada or Kota Ibushi or both, right? Eventually. I, yeah. And I was, I was about yeah. to ask you, Stephen, if, New Japan would have an issue with Kota Ibushi um, coming into AEW because of how they parted ways. And, and no, not the best terms. No, not on good terms at all. But uh, they, I don't think that they would allow that to really stop things. I think that would, okay. I think they, I think they would be able to work that out. It, yeah. New Japan isn't really one to put their foot down about stuff like that. It's not really their style in the way that it is like right. like, like CMLL. Good lord! If you uh, <laughs> if at any point in your Facebook history you have a photograph with somebody from AAA, you're in, in big trouble with CMLL. Oof. And New Japan doesn't really get into that so much. Yeah, things didn't okay. end great with Coda, but I, I from what I understand, it's not as frosty as it used to. It's not good, but it's not okay. as frosty as it was for a while. So let I, me take I my think, question. I think they'll both end up there. One step. Okay. Okay. I hope so. My question was, okay, let's say Ibushi makes an appearance on AEW this weekend, or I'm sorry, this Wednesday. Could you proceed Ibushi on Forbidden Door? Well, it could be. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't, you know, I, yeah, I think that could be some, that's something that they could set up. I, with Omega busy with Osprey at Forbidden Door, it doesn't seem like the most likely spot right, right. there. But yeah, I, I, I think it could come back. I, I personally think, and I've said it before on our show, I think Kota Bushi is going to wrestle for New Japan again. I don't, I okay. don't think that, mm. I don't think that's, I don't think that's over. Gotcha. Um, even if, even if both sides right now today say, hey, I don't think it's going to work out. I think it's going to end up working out, but yeah, mm -hmm. okay. it makes too much sense. There's too much for him to do there still. So yeah. I'm, my, I'm excited to do that. My Gut, and this is just intuition, and I have weird wild hairs on this kind of stuff, is that they'll hold Ibushi back until all in? close to all in yeah. and then do a, like a Golden Lovers run in the fall, like into All Out maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just because Omega, is, it, there's not a real clean way to work him into that with Omega right. busy with Osprey. So that's something that got a lot going on later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin, you know I take your word as is gold here. So, <laughs> and uh, Tony Khan should absolutely hire you immediately. All right, we don't have anything for Rampage yet, though. Nope, unless they do this Aubrey match there. Okay, and then. And then this Friday, this Saturday, I put down Friday, yeah. but this Saturday is the uh, CMFTR against Bullet Club Gold and, and Joe of Samoa. You know, <laughs> this is this is a really fun time to be a AEW fan because there's so much going on. It's a really great time to be a New Japan fan because all of this is colliding together, and we're you know, and then we're going to go into this this summer with where we're going to have Forbidden Door. We're going to have All In. We're going to have All Out. G one's going to rock. This the G one's going to be yes. amazing. Going to watch. Definitely going to watch Eddie Kingston at the very very least. But I hope to see every match this year. 
what a great summer of wrestling we have ahead of us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it, it's, yeah. I'm really excited about it. And so many, what I love about it is with the exception of WWE, people are working with each other again. And we're seeing yeah. all these things, you know, all we had, we mentioned all together again, Noah, uh, all Japan and new Japan. And then new Japan are, are sending a whole bunch of talent to arena, Mexico, and they're doing fantastic media in arena, Mexico. And of course, uh, oh, wow. Romero is the, is the welterweight champion, the historic welterweight yeah. champion. He's facing Volador jr. In a big man. You know, Rocky Everyone's- Romero, He's a that social butterfly. He needs to get his flowers for the the pivotal role he's played in the business of wrestling in the last oh, yeah. several years. Yeah, I talk about a, an unsung guy because he's he's the guy that books the foreign talent for New Japan, and and look yeah. at all the how all that's gone. It's it's been uh, it's been quite a run for him. He's very influential in this era, and uh, yeah, just so much great stuff. And uh, with with the promise of more to come, you know that, that this is yeah. work, seems to be so far working out for everyone. And uh, let's hope it continues. It's been great. That is the best way I can think of to end this show. Uh, from me, James McDaniel, from Kevin Ely, from Stephen Conway, have a great week, everybody. We hope to see you back again here next Tuesday. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.